What's happening, friends? Morning, studio. Morning. Morning. This story is interesting to me. A Montana school district is dangling $4,000 bonuses and inviting people to test drive big yellow school buses in hopes of getting them to take a job that drives buses. Oh. Oh. I mean, All you have to do is test drive it and you get $4,000? What? So it says dangling $4,000 bonuses. Oh, so I think maybe it's that's signing to people at the school. Bonus. Huh? I would think it's a signing bonus. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay, Lunchbox thinks if you just go test drive it, they give you four grand. I no. was booking my flight <laughs> now. <laughs> a Delaware school district offered to pay parents 700 bucks to take care of their own transportation, and a Pittsburgh district delayed the start of classes and said hundreds more children will have to walk to school. Oh, Schools across the U.S. are offering hiring bonuses, providing the training needed. If you want to get a commercial driver's license, like they're trying to find school bus drivers. Wow. Or they're paying people to take kids themselves and because of labor shortage. Mm. I told you my sister works at a restaurant. She can't get people, can't get people to work. Crazy. Because they're making enough money off unemployment. Benefits that they get because of COVID, that why would they work? Mm, this is not good. And so they'll come in, apply, get the job, prove that they're trying to get a job, and then never go back and get the money. And wild. I saw another story this morning about a potential reboot for the office. Now, a reboot would be a whole new series, most likely. It wouldn't be the same people. But I just think that's a, a terrible idea. Yeah, I don't know how I would feel about that. It just know. wouldn't be as good. It yeah. may be interesting. It may be good. But that show is, was so good, especially for the time that it was in. It was so different because it was so far ahead of what TV was then. And now we've just, we've, you know, crowned it the greatest show ever I have. Yeah. I don't think there's anything you can put on that's going to be as good as that. You know, I think a reunion will be awesome. Ooh, oh, yeah. yeah like, like, like on Peacock. Yeah. Because Peacock owns it now. We watch it every night. Mm-hmm. But I hope, I don't want them to reboot The Office and it's my favorite show ever. Yeah, don't mess with something that's so amazing. I saw a story about Reba. She never had COVID-19. Oh, was, yeah, I guess there was rumor she did. Not rumor. She said she had it. Oh, and she then came, she. Yeah, she, oh, okay, she came out and she was like, yeah, we got COVID. Uh, d- d- oh, her and her boyfriend. Mm-hmm. And so th- they were wrong. They, they got sick and they did an antibodies test after it and they didn't have any antibodies. Oh. She was like, I guess we're wrong. Oh, weird. She's like, we never had COVID. Huh. Because the whole story was they were vaccinated. She's like, we're not worried. It hurts. It's, we're sick, but we're vaccinated, so we're good. So they they fought out of it. And then after she felt better, they did an antibody test. And they were like, you don't have the antibodies mm. for COVID. So, oh, wow. And so she came out and was like, we were wrong. We never had COVID. It's like they just had sickness. Yeah. <laughs> they yeah. were just sick. <laughs> they were just sick. One other thing. I was just scouring news this morning. There are a couple songs. There is the song from Olivia Rodrigo, Good For You. It's good for you. you mm-hmm. Happy and healthy. And everybody kept going, that sounds just like Paramore's Misery Business. Mm-hmm. We can pull them, up, pull them up in a second. But now, Misery Business, the, the Paramore writers are getting half of the publishing. Oh, wow. so they agree. Mm-hmm. I guess there was some truth to all that. Huh. It kind of came out on TikTok at first. But, Ray, do you have the song... From Olivia Rodrigo, because it's probably one of the big songs of the week, you know, whenever we do the top songs. Here you go. Here's good for you. And then Paramore has Misery Business, which 10 years earlier probably, but it sounded exactly the same.
I hear it. Good for you. you do now. Yeah. It's now. not. Yeah, definitely. I wouldn't have picked it out. But, but yeah, they got. Wow. They, they get half the songwriting credit, which is a ton of money. Man. Wow. Because that Olivia Rodrigo song, Banked, is still banking. On the phone is Brandon in North Carolina. Hey, I just wanted to quickly say, uh, I used to listen to you guys in the morning all the time because I drive for work. Um, I'm in sales, so I drive around a lot. But I missed too many segments, and I was like, man, this stinks. So I started listening to you guys on the podcast, and I'm about two days behind all the time so that I can listen to enough shows while I drive. But you guys still get credit for that as far as ratings? Kind of. I mean, I would prefer you listen live. That helps us more. However, if you can't, we still love the podcast streams. Listen, I'm going to be honest with you. I listen to everything on podcast too, Brandon. Everything. Any show I listen to, I listen to on demand. It's just the, the way of the future. Radio is still a bit antiquated where it's a different system. But yes, we still get credit, and I appreciate all the podcast listeners, but... I think our bosses would rather people listen live. I think that's how I should say it. Mm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I think our bosses should would, would rather people listen live. But Brandon, I appreciate you just spending any time with us in any way possible whatsoever. That means a lot to me. Absolutely. Well, hey, listen, I'm going to start doing this. B93.9 here in Raleigh. I'm just going to start keeping it on, but I'm going to turn it down. <laughs> <laughs> hey. For me later. Whatever. Hey, well, Perfect. As long as you listen, I don't care when you listen. Me and my heart, you tell me that, I say, hey, if, if you're just paying attention, we win. You know, ho- hopefully you win by being entertained. Hopefully we win by being entertaining. So I just appreciate you listening, man. Thank you for asking that question, Absolutely. though. Absolutely. Can I say one more thing? You got it. I always like to uh, kind of let everybody know when they're doing a really good job. It's kind of something I've started doing at my job with my employees. All right. And, man, Abby is awesome. She oh, got back on the phone like four times and was like, hey, he'll be right with you. I'm, just, I'm sorry he'll be right with you. I just wanted to recognize her and let her know that she's doing a great job. We like the Abby on the phone screen. Great job, Abby. Hey. All right, Brandon, I'm sure you'll hear this on the podcast in about four or five days. When you hear yourself, you just know you did a good job too, buddy. <laughs> Y'all take care. All right, see you later. All right, time to go over and open up the mailbag. You send an email and we read it on the air. It's something we call Bobby's Mailbag. Yeah. Hello, Bobby Bones. My daughter wanted to learn to play the violin. Now she's taking lessons. I'm already regretting it. I expected it would be tough to listen to while she was a beginner, but I was not ready for this torture. She has to practice for half an hour every night. I do not know how much more I can take. I know it'll get better, but at this point I wish she would throw in the towel. Is it wrong oh. to discourage her <laughs> from following this musical pursuit? Signed, Mystery Mom. I'll check out of this one. Uh, Eddie, you're first. Uh, so I, the only way I can re- relate to it is my son. I got him an electric guitar uh, and with an amp, and he would practice it loudly. But, dude, that's, I'm used to that. I've been playing music my whole life. I kind of like the sound of him learning guitar. So it never bothered me. I, honestly, if it's his his dream, her daughter's dream to play violin, whatever, you got to support it. I know it doesn't sound good, but support it. Amy? Yeah, I mean, I wouldn't discourage it. And it's just 30 minutes so maybe you find a place you can go during that time. Like maybe you need to do some things outside or she goes into the special room that's like furthest away from you. I don't know what it looks like, but no, we can't discourage it because how cool will it be once she gets the hang of it? And she's mm-hmm. this beautiful violin player. I don't know an instrument that could be worse to hear someone practice on than, than a, a violin. violin. Maybe drums. Drums. Yeah. <laughs> drums Just because be of the boom, 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 boom. Yeah. But that violin. <laughs> yeah, I mean, I feel for her. Oh, me too. But we can't discourage it. I mean, we can't. What we're going to do 
is we're just going to remind you that you made the right decision initially in letting her get the violin and letting her practice. So we're going to support you there, Mystery Mom. Yeah, that stinks. But but she'll either get really good at it or she'll quit. Yeah, it'll happen. Both are good. Mm -hmm. (laughs) I mean, piano's not near as bad to you. And piano's tough. Clank, clunk. But that violin, screech, scratch, screech, scratch. Mystery Mom, you're doing a good job. Hang in there. Thank you for the email. We got your email and we read it on the air. Now it's time to close Bobby's mailbag. Yeah. If you want to reach out to us, mailbag at bobbybones.com. Thank you. Over on the phone, it is Savannah who lives in Georgia. Savannah, good morning. Good morning. How are you? Doing pretty good. Can I help you with something? So I have a quick question for y'all. Um, so I am um, in school right now and I'm majoring in early childhood education. And um, I have the opportunity to um, apply for a daycare job here, and I have an interview today. Um, Do y'all have any tips regarding the interview? Because this is my very first interview, so I have no idea what to expect. First interview ever? Yes. Nice. Yeah, I'll give you some easy stuff. I'll give you some elementary interview tips. Number one, smile. It sounds basic, very simple, but sometimes you forget if you're nervous and you feel like you got to go in and be serious. Remember, people want to work with or have people work for them that they like. The whole world's about relationships. So you want to smile and come off as completely friendly. Okay? You got that? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yes, sir. Number two, I'm sure you're going to have a resume of some sort with all your accolades and your learning and education, everything you got. Um, so they're going to know that. There's really no need to hype yourself up in that way. But what you should do is ask questions. Go in. And ask questions before they even say, hey, do you have any questions? So in the middle of the interview, if she's like, hey, I'd be like, oh, answer it and then ask a question. They're going to love the fact that you have thought so far ahead about it that you have a question to ask. And then finally, I'm going to give you the question to ask at the very end of the interview. Because they'll say, hey, is there anything else, any other questions for us? And you say this. Say, hey, I was wondering, like, if I do really great at this job, like, where do you see me being in a year or five years? And like, how can I like grow and help this place out? Their socks are going to be off their feet because you just knocked them off. You just got the job. Well, thank you very much for helping me. I greatly appreciate it. And just remember the person interviewing you is a normal human too, and they've also had to interview people. Mm -hmm. And it's going to be great. But if you remember those three things, I bet you Mm -hmm. you get a good look. Okay. Thank you very much, Bobby. I really appreciate it. Deep breaths, smile, ask (laughs) questions, and then hit them with that question at the very end. Wonderful. All right. Thank you very much. Have a good day. Good luck. You as well. Bye-bye. All right. Bye-bye. She's going to get that job. You go in there. I mean. You push everything off the desk and you say, this is my job. <laughs> no, don't do that. Yeah. Don't do that. Don't do that. It's time for the good news. With Bobby. Tell me something good. Some kids in Idaho have found a way to help their classmate who's battling cancer. They call her Marvelous Maddie. She'd been diagnosed with stage four cancer after seven years of remission. And some of the students at North Star Charter School in Eagle are having a bake sale to raise money for the 10-year-old and her family. Maddie's classmate, Jared, came up with the idea and said, okay, how much do we need to raise for her? And, quote, if I can be honest, a million dollars. And that was the goal. They hope to make as much money as possible. Right now, they just started selling baked goods, but also people are just throwing in extra money as well. And they've raised $10,000 for her. Uh, You can look up Marvelous Maddie on the GoFundMe page. Search it out and you can find it there if you want to also help out Maddie. So that was just a bunch of kids. They're making money locally too. Again, they're baking stuff. 
but it's a lot of people too just hearing about the story, so I wanted to share it as well. So you can search Marvelous Maddie on the GoFundMe page and find and help if you'd like. Ten years old. That's such a good stage name four, too. Stage, stage four cancer. Mm-hmm. Oh. For the, the second time. Yeah, well, Marvelous Maddie's not a real name. A cute GoFundMe name. <laughs> oh, I thought you meant that's a cute <laughs> no, no, name. No. I was like, yeah, it's yeah. a cute GoFundMe name because like a lot of people might remember it. It would be a cool name that was a kid. <laughs> For sure. I name you Marvelous Maddie. Uh, check it out. That's what it's all about. That was Tell Me Something Good. All right, Lunchbox, what's happening? So there was this Olympian, I don't know what country she's from, not American. She won a silver medal in the javelin. Well, then she finds out that this boy needs a transplant, needs some operations. So she immediately auctions her silver medal off to raise money for this operation. And I think she's lost her mind. Well, she did get it back, too. The company bought it, paid it. Yeah, the end of the story is great. They paid like $125,000 and then gave her the medal back. Oh, Oh, see, that's a twist that I didn't see coming. Well, that's just later down in the story. (laughs) You didn't read that part. I read the first couple paragraphs and I was like, this is so crazy that she worked all these years, put in blood, sweat, tears, and she was just going to give up the medal like less than like a month after she won it. She's from Poland. And Zabka, a Polish supermarket chain, won the auction with a bid of $125,000, and then they gave the medal back to her. That's beautiful. That's a great story. Yeah. yeah. Remember the medals that you had? Let, let me tell you. I had medals from cross country in high school. Like, I mean, because I was good. And so, you know, you get a medal. And my mom worked, this is five years ago, she worked at an Alzheimer's home, and they were having the old people Olympics, and she wanted to take my medals and give them out to people. And I said, eh, eh, eh. No chance are you taking my medals that I worked hours upon hours running every morning <sighs> to earn. So I still have the medals hanging in my, my bedroom. Do you think you're getting your bedroom is still made like your bedroom? Yeah, my yeah. They were gonna paint it and I said, No, you can't paint it. This still has every single poster, like Jordan, uh Jayhawk stuff all over my bedroom. Why wall. do we not have a video of this? That's amazing. And why wouldn't you give the old people the medals? It probably would have meant more to them than it does you now. No, I still walk in that room and I look at those medals. And I'm like, oh, I remember that race. Oh, that's the one where I got tripped in the first hundred yards and I mean fell and I got up and won sixth place. Wow. I mean that's pretty oh, wow. incredible. That's pretty that cool. That is kind of cool. They should do a Disney movie. Mm-hmm. About it. I mean that's pretty that's pretty <laughs> unreal. First hundred yard sprint and someone clips my ankles and boom, I go oh. tumbling and you just got to cover up. You know, in the fetal position, everybody jump over you. Got up sixth place. Mm-hmm. How many people were in the race? Three hundred. Oh really? Wow. Yeah. Maybe I keep that medal too. Yeah. What about now? Would you donate the medals now? You're 40 years old. No, no. That's why you do these things. It's for the medals, man. It's so everybody knows you finished it. And if who's they, everybody? They're in your bedroom. Well, you, you can tell the same story yeah, like, on the air. We have no idea. Yeah, we, you could tell us they were gold medals, and we wouldn't doubt you. No. Well, I wouldn't lie to you guys. See, that's the thing. I, I you lie to us all the time. Never. A shark ate your paddle boat. No, I didn't eat it. Took a bite. Boss, you you didn't cry your wedding. That's I a lie. I didn't cry my wedding. Yeah, you did. Yeah. We all saw you cry at your yes. wedding. I cried at my wedding. And it, no, I know you cried at your wedding, dude. It was like a flood. <laughs> I'm like, okay was, with that, though. <laughs> all right, Cole oh. Swindell. Yes, go ahead. A ghost locked him in a closet. A ghost That's locked him in true. a closet. That, that happened. Mm-hmm. Okay. <laughs> I said that happened. <laughs> I told you everything. I mean, I don't lie to you guys. Mm-hmm. Amy in Iowa is on the phone. I wanted to let you know that for the last three weeks or two to three weeks, my five-year-old has been listening to the Planet song from your kids' album on repeat all night long, every night. Has he learned the Planets, though? Yes, yes, he has. Well, he knew them before the song, 
but he that just amplified his love of the song. That's got to be so annoying to hear this song over and over and over mm-hmm. again. Because I, for those that don't know of Eddie and I's group, we did a kids record that did quite well, but we did a, like a rap song about the planets with, you know, how you remember them. My very energetic mother just served us nine pizzas with Pluto being a dwarf planet, not a full planet. Correct. Uh, and, and it was kind of like an old school rap song. My very energetic mother just served us nine pizzas. My very energetic mother just served us nine pizzas. My very energetic mother just served us nine pizzas. My very energetic mother just served us nine pizzas. Starting from the start at planet number one. Me, my good friend Mercury, it's closest to the sun. Little- so every day your kid listens to that, huh? <laughs> yep, every night. <laughs> I'm annoyed for you right now. I only heard it once. <laughs> <laughs> uh, well, Amy, thank you for sharing that. Hopefully there's some songs on there he'll listen to other than that that he can learn from he, as well. He likes When I Grow Up, and he likes um, Big Head Bobby. Uh, well, another one he laughed at. But th- Thank you very yeah, much. He likes them all, but that's his main one. So thank you. <laughs> thank you. I hope you have an awesome day. You too. Bye. Right, bye-bye. You know One Hit Wonders? Yes. Chumba Wamba. <laughs> I get knocked down. But I get up again. Lou Bega, Mambo oh. number five. <laughs> oh, yeah. Billy Gilman, one voice. Mm-hmm. So a lot of one-hit wonders, but can you name the two-hit wonders? Write your answers down. Oh, boy. I'll play you two songs. You tell me who the two-hit wonder was. All right, number one. Don't tell my heart, my achy-breaky heart. I just don't think you'd understand. Achy-breaky you heart hit number two. And this next song hit number one. Yeah, I'm gonna take my horse to the old town road. I'm pretty easy one. Yeah, softball. Everybody say it on the count of three. One, two, three. Billy Billy Ray Ray Cyrus. Cyrus. Great. Achy breaky only went to number one. I mean number two. This is the Hot 100, so it's like the pop chart. Oh, okay. Because Billy Ray had some good country songs, like "Where Am I Gonna Live (laughs) When I Get Home." That's a jam too. So it's it's the Billboard chart. Okay. All right, Gangnam Style, hit number two. Open Gangnam Style. And this song, Gentleman, hit number five. Never knew that. I never heard that. All right, everybody good? Yeah. Yeah. Amy. Sigh. 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 Correct, everybody's good. All right, two hit wonders. Good Vibrations went number one. Eddie's senior song. And also Wild Side went number two. Don't laugh. Because Eddie took a hit on the wild side. Oh, wow. Wait, 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 wait. Hold on, hold on. What? Good Vibrations is the same person because that Good Vibrations was a chick. This No, it wasn't. Play Good Vibrations again. That's a woman singing that part, but that doesn't mean it's her song. Oh, man. You don't have feel a clue? Feel it, feel it. I have. Uh, come on, you, come on. You can let it play for a little bit. Oh. <laughs> Lunchbox, you go first. Uh, you got it, Lunch. Come on. Time. Brass monkeys. I have no idea. Amy? I don't know. CNC Factory? Mm. You're thinking of CNC Music Factory. Yeah. Who had the song, Everybody Dance Now. Uh, And they faked uh, the woman uh, who was singing. uh, It wasn't even the right woman. Really? Yeah. Yeah. And then Eddie. I have Marky Mark and the Funky Bunch. 
That is correct. Oh, wow. That is Marky Mark and the Funky Bunch. Is that Mark Wahlberg? Yeah. That's right. His brother is Donnie Wahlberg. From New Kids in the Block. Wow. That's crazy. Next up, this song went top five. It's called Unwritten. Staring at the blank page before you open up the dirty window at the sun and the this next song, Pocket Full of Sunshine, was also at number five. Lunchbox? Natasha Bedingfield. Good. Eddie? I have Vanessa Carlton. Oh, you missed yeah. it. Wow. Uh, Amy, you can not have to get so excited. Yeah. Well, now it's a tied ball game. We're oh. back. We're back because uh, Natasha Bedingfield. That is correct. Nice <laughs> job. <laughs> dang, 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 I dang, sang dang. that with her before, I think. Yeah, you did a long time ago. Mm-hmm. Okay. This is good. This song hit number three on the charts. It's called Thank You. And this next song was a top 20 song called White Flag. But I will go down with it. Everybody have it? Don't get mad yes. at me. <laughs> Amy? Dido. Lunchbox? Dido. Eddie? Uh, I have Dido. Okay. <laughs> you're all even, so it's sudden death now. If you miss, you're out. Oh. Whoa. 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 Gangnam, Gangnam style. style. <laughs> <laughs> I was like, I... All right. No, here we go. This song went to number eight. Where is my it's called Where Have All the Cowboys Gone? Oh, I've heard of this one. Dang, dude. We'll just go eat some taters by the fridge. It's just rapping terribly. Uh, I've heard this song before. (laughs) Okay, the other song from her is I Don't Want to Wait. Oh, I've heard this one. Which I believe was the Dawson's Creek theme as well. Drawing a blank. Lunchbox. Hold on. No, it's there just, is no speed it's just like, oh, it's just, oh. Is it happening right now? All right, five seconds, guys. I don't know if I know it, but. Sorry. I hope I'm right. I don't know. I gotta Sorry. figure I'm wrong. Amy. Linda Stratton. Never heard of her. <laughs> cool name, though. Lunchbox? Michelle Branch. Oh, man, that's. Oh, dude, that's so good, though. Oh. Eddie. I have Paula Cole, and I don't know why. Oh, that's it. It's Paula Cole. It is? Yeah, winner. Wow! <laughs> wow! That's it. I had no idea where that was in my mind. Paula Cole's right. Woo! I didn't think you are going to get it. Dang! You want to name a couple other ones? Yeah, you let's want? go. See if you can name. This one was next. Sixpence None the Richer. That's correct. That was number seven, and this song went to number one. Kiss me. One more. Here's All the right. next one. Uh, see if you can name this rapper. Wow. Yeah, Tone Loke. Tone Loke is correct. That went to number two, and Funky Cold Medina went to number three. That was a jam. Funky Cold Medina. Well, you started out quick and in the lead. <laughs> Dang. You fell back, but you closed strong. That Paula Cole, dude, I forgot about that. That's good stuff. Eddie's our winner today. Woo! Here are the top three songs in country music this week. At number three, Chase Rice and FGL, Drinking Beer, Talking God, Amen. Sitting here, drinking beer, talking God. At number two, Luke Bryan, Waves. Cause you were made for me. Oh, 
This is one of the better Luke Bryan songs in a long time. Oh, yeah? Mm-hmm. Waves and waves. Sure. Breaking down late for me and you tied up all night long over and over. Crash into me and pull me closer. Kiss by kiss one after another. Don't let go, baby. Let this summer just keep right on coming in waves. Keep coming in waves. He does it again. Oh, fade out. Break out of the fade out. Number one, Justin Moore. We didn't have much. There was Those are your big country songs. I'll give you the number one alternative song from 21 Pilots. This is called Saturday. Seventy uh, disco I like vibe that. a little bit. Uh, number one hip hop song from Doja Cat in the weekend. You right. There you go. All your number ones. Here's Amy's pile of stories. So brothers Osborne, they knew that they made it when they got haters. <laughs> they were on CBS this morning and, you know, they were asked, hey, how'd you know you finally made it? And uh, TJ said, you know, when we were big enough for people to actually hate their guts. <laughs> you know, I talk to new artists sometimes about this. But I can't take people, you know, online telling me I suck or I said, well, imagine this. You're standing on a platform on the ground. How many people can see you right then? Just the people that are literally standing at the same height as you. That platform starts to raise. It goes up 10 feet. Well, a lot more people can now see you because you're taller than they are. And not everybody can see you, but definitely more people can. And as more people can see you, just the numbers game alone, not everybody's going to love you. Now imagine the thing raises up another 100 feet, everybody who sees what you're doing. Mm. It's just a numbers game. So if you do something on a big level that some people love, what you're doing that people love, some people are just going to hate. There's nothing you can do about it. It's hard to be universally loved. And if you're universally loved... You're probably just liked anyway. And so, I mean, they, they're getting successful enough now where people can actually, a lot of people see them. Yeah. And some people don't like them. And so, you know, it's something I struggle with for a long time. Not anymore because I'm just like, I don't, I don't have time anymore. To worry about it? <laughs> Sometimes it'll set me off just a little bit. But Caitlin deals with this a little now that her people start following her on Instagram and she gets like hate and she's like, I don't do anything. I'm like, I know. You tell her the whole platform analogy? Yeah. I did well. once, and she I think, fell asleep in the middle of it. Uh, what yeah. else you got? So I loved this mom's little clever hack. Now, this is for back-to-school shopping, but it could be for any time you have to go out and buy some shoes for your kids because I have been there, and I'm like, this is genius. So what she says to do is to get your child's shoe and put it on a piece of paper and trace it. And that way you have the exact, like, this is the size of the shoe. Even though you know your child might be a two, three, four, whatever, this is just so helpful to have with you. When you take it to the store, if you find a shoe, you place it into your little drawing of the shoe. Boom. You can maybe even do this for your adult shoes if you're going shopping. Yeah, I was going to (laughs) say. No, you guys are not going to do this. No, but I'm saying that is something I haven't thought about. I mean, but the problem is if you— sometimes, though, I'll say this. As someone who likes shoes, the different shoe makers have different shoe sizes. Yeah. I could wear an 11 and one and a 12 and a half and another being a dress shoe. Exactly. Or oh, yeah. Yeah. But like if you, I mean, obviously you don't need to do it for yourself because you're taking yourself shopping. But like Bobby, if I was going yeah. shoe shopping for you and I had a traced, you know, piece of paper of your foot it, or your shoe, it'd be awesome. So helpful. Okay. I loved this little article thing that I saw put up on Reddit about women sharing tips to stay safe when going out alone. Because some of it is stuff I had never even thought of before. 
Like if you're walking away from a bar and you happen to be walking alone or with a group of friends, use windows as mirrors to check behind you all the time. They said literally every window you walk past, you should take a quick glance to know what's going on maybe around you. I do that mostly check my hair. <laughs> and then make sure none of my teeth. <laughs> Good, smart. Listen, this one I don't know if I'd have enough guts to do, but if you think you're being followed or you hear somebody behind you, feel free to turn around and Punch look it. directly oh. at them oh. because it shows that you're not afraid and you're aware of your surroundings. Yeah. The problem is if I'm just walking and happen to be walking a few feet from somebody, we're just walking the same direction, and she looks at me and stares at me and goes, "You! Why are you following me?" <laughs> what? Like, what did I do? Just walk. My car's right there, lady. <laughs> yeah, but I like that, though. It's just being aware. Get this. If you feel like a person is acting weird towards you and you're, like, a little nervous about it, you can be like, hey, do you look familiar? You look familiar. Have we met? Because I would never forget those eyes. And you're sending a message that, like, if I ever saw you in a lineup, I'm going to nail you. Oh. That's probably why they would kill you, so you oh. could never put them in a lineup. <laughs> and I don't then, think I would do that one. No, no, no. Well, I mean, it's just something you can say if you need it in that moment. And then um, it doesn't hurt to just go to a bar near your home where everybody knows your name because then it's just a more f- familiar space. <laughs> <laughs> or, nice. you know, 12 gauge. Huh? 12 gauge on the truck. Oh, right. Well, yeah, that around. I don't have gun a 12 gauge in, gun, gun in my fanny car. Pack. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, no. It looks like somebody needs to get one. Yeah. And then the obvious tips, share your location with family and friends on your phone and that's never leave your drink unattended. Yeah, that's a good one. I'm Amy. That's my pile. That was Amy's pile of stories. It's time for the good news. With Amy. Tell me something good. So in Florida, the Hillsborough County Sheriff's Department was having a catered event. And one of the women working there, like in the service industry, she just started talking it up with some of the sheriffs and said, yeah, she didn't have a car, but she just Ubers to work and then walks home after some of her long shifts. Well, these sheriffs were worried about her, especially walking in the dark. So they reached out to Steps Towing. And I guess maybe sometimes they've got access to cars that maybe don't get picked up or something. Yeah, they got access to cars, trust me. They were able to donate a car to her, and then a local car wash volunteered to clean it and completely detail the car, so it was, like, brand new for her. And she was all smiles, holding the keys to her new car. And I shout out to this sheriff's department for doing that for her, because they literally did not have to do all that after talking with her. A lot of good people doing good things there. Mm-hmm. It's interesting because I probably people never come get their cars, right, if they're old, and they could probably get them back to running. Mm-hmm. But I had a friend once who ran a valet. He ran like four or five valet stands, like a company. And I knew him pretty good, and we'd go walk around in Austin, and he'd go, well, let's get over to the other side of town. So we'd just go to the valet person and get the keys, and we'd drive one of the cars. Stop it. I wouldn't. But he would just go, <laughs> let me get, and he would take their car and drive it over. Dang, that's like Ferris Bueller's hey, Day Off. Cars were available, if you know what I'm <laughs> yeah. saying. But then, then, then when the person came out and needed their car back, they would like, just uh, know where it was? Yeah, they'll say, let, let me go get it real quick, and then, hey, dude, you need to come back right now. They just took it to a different stand. I mean, I don't know what happened. All I know is I got to my destination, I didn't ask any questions. <laughs> In like a Ferrari? It, they were very nice cars. Yeah. They were very nice cars. They always parked the nice ones up front, too. That's because you tell them. Leave Why them are you up front. saying that voice? No, he sparked the nice one. Don't <laughs> I don't know because it's just like those people don't have to wait. They come out and they're like, "Oh, your car's right here, sir or ma'am." That costs a little more. It does. Mm-hmm. I feel like they like to have that representation and maybe front of both. Them. But I'm it's not like going to act advertisement. like. I'm, okay, I'm not going to act like I don't. If I, I'm in a hurry. So you pay extra. Twenty bucks. Oh, so you Whoa. just when you get out, I, I like knowing That's the tips. That's what I say. I go. So you say, yeah. "Hey, twenty to keep it here." I. 
what I say is, I went to dinner the other night, and you guys know me. When I have, when my meal is brought to me, I like to have the check at the same time. Right. Ready to go. When I'm done, feet don't fail me now. I'm ready to get out of there. I don't want to wait for the check. I don't want to wait for the car. I want to, I want to walk Why in the front door that? and take all my clothes off immediately. I, I like to get where I'm going. And so when I park, I'm like, hey, would you leave this up front? And they're like, yeah, sure. And that's all you say. But they know when you come back, you got to give them 20 bucks or so. Okay. So can I can I leave the 05 Ultima up front? Yeah, you probably could. Absolutely. <laughs> but hey, leave this up front. They up, wouldn't man. let him do that. I bet they would. Really? Yeah. Tw- we should try hey, this. Hey, 20 bucks. Will you keep it up front? <laughs> try this, please. Try this, please. Because I just think that there's like... I never think it's... I have a nice car, but I never think it's because of the car. Hmm. But, I always thought it was because of the car. No, I think it also putting, could be. They're not putting an Ultima up there. They'll, they'll say... Yeah, I disagree. Please have him go try this. I am very pro Ultima stays up front for 20 bucks. Man, okay. all right. I, I'm wondering. They're going to be like, we're going to need a lot more than that. <laughs> <laughs> Ray, what do you think? No way. It's Even, only Mercedes, yeah. BMW, Audi. Mm-hmm. Even for 20 bucks? Tesla. No, no way. Ferraris, <laughs> Lambos. Bobby, you think you're getting it just because the 20? You're getting it because of the combo of things. I really have and, never seen it. Yeah, I mean, I've never seen a beat up car in the front never. of a restaurant. Never. Because it's not, it's it's like. Am I stupid? Yes. <laughs> and watch out who you're calling beat up car, man. <laughs> <laughs> okay. I think we should do that. Mm-hmm. Hey, 20, just in, but say, hey, 20 bucks to leave it up front. Maybe That's it. I, okay. First, I think you should try to ask. I'll even give you the no twenty money. bucks so okay. you don't whine about it. Yeah. Wait, Thank you. what you think? I you think should... you should try it in, at first. Be like, <laughs> don't offer any money. I'll just, just say, hey, will you leave it up front? Ask to leave the car up front and see if they do it. And then, oh. if not, <laughs> you can say, what about here's twenty bucks? <laughs> and, and they see will. If they still say no. Yeah, but, no, I have no doubt they will. But do twenty one dollar bills. And then no. crumble them all do, up. No, do do quarter do a rolls check. <laughs> from the bank. <laughs> Take your check. All right, back. listen, that's a good story. I, no. Somewhere back there, there was a good story. Oh, it was the tow truck. Oh, this yeah. is my tell me something good. Yeah, we're still. <laughs> I that. forgot. All right, that's what it's all about. That was tell me something good. Amy mentioned in the pile last week that Starbucks baristas are. They're just like stop with all the complicated orders. They're just getting out of control. So Lunchbox went and talked to some baristas at Starbucks to ask him this? Yeah, I had to go drive through because when I went inside, they didn't want to talk. But they talked to you through the drive through Drive through because it's anonymous. You can't see them. They feel like they they were, they were felt safer. Oh, oh, got it. Okay, here we go. I got a question for you. So there's this news article out there that Starbucks baristas say they're fed up with complex custom drink orders, saying they're getting a little ridiculous. So I need to get your opinion. Like, do you agree with this study? How do you feel as a barista? Alright, so there's a couple of us on headset, and one of us is very excited by this question, so I'll let her go first. Okay. I mean, like, it's fun to make drinks, but some people are just, like, impatient, so they'll give you, like, a bunch of different modifiers, and they'll be like, I have a meeting to go to, you know what I mean? And so they expect it so quick, so they need to, you're saying yeah. you wish people would be more patient if you're going to have I guess a, so, yes. If you're going to have a complex order, you need to be more patient. I guess so. <laughs> okay, yeah, no. I agree with that. Yeah, as long as as long as it's as long as the person ordering it isn't rude or anything, and you know they they understand that it's going to take a little longer to make their drink, then I'm fine. Well, I'm Do glad you we want a know. coffee? Uh, I want a triple macchiato <laughs> with three pumps of chai yeah. and two marshmallows <laughs> and and I can I get that quick? Yeah. Yeah, we'll, we'll get it. <laughs> so basically. <laughs> 
the crazy orders are okay as long as you're not expecting them in three minutes. Yes, that's the problem is people are giving difficult orders and then saying, I need to be gone in, in one minute. And that's they're like, good to know, though. I, I don't have time to do that in one minute. We don't provide a lot of useful things here. I think yeah. that's pretty, pretty useful. Good. Yeah, good job. Uh, over to Amy now with the morning corny. The morning corny. Sticking with the coffee theme, what do you call a sad coffee? What do you call a sad coffee? A cup of depresso. <laughs> Okay, there you go. Thank you. That was the Morning Corny. All right, let's talk fair foods for a second. And so I'll read it to you. Tell me, love it, indifferent, hate it. Okay. Okay. Crispy, crazy corn. Fried corn kernels topped with pork and pineapple slaw. No, no. What am I supposed to say? Okay, so you give it a bleh. You know what? I'm in the middle on this one. I never like the word slaw. Yeah, that's gross. But the rest of it sounds good. Like, I like the uh, the fried corn kernels with the pork. Mm -hmm. I'm going to go, meh, we'll see. You go, meh. Meh. You go, we'll see. It sounds like a nice little Hawaiian dish. Yes, give it to me. Deep fried I-35. It's a fried kolache dough topped with smoked brisket and drizzled with peach juice combined with Dr. Pepper. Okay, I'll try it. Yeah, I'll try it. I love kolache bread. But I'm not running toward it. Yeah. I'll try it. <laughs> uh, deep fried seafood gumbo balls. Fried bites with shrimp, sausage, and crab rolled in salting cracker and bread com- breadcrumb bradder- batter mm. then top of chicken fried okra spears. No. It's too too much can go wrong there. Oh, yeah? <laughs> too much can go wrong. I couldn't even say it. Too much. Well, if one of those is off or bad, you're going to get sick. I don't like mixture of surf and turf in a ball. I just don't like the fact that they're doing shrimp and crab at the fair. To me, that's what loses it. <laughs> uh, Lucky Duck Dumpling. It's a pastry filled with duck bacon, cream cheese, and roasted corn. Yes. That sounds really good. Really? Yes. Uh, pork shots. Texas smoked sausage wrapped in bacon and filled with mac and cheese. Yes. Yum. Of course. That's a great one. Okay. Got a few more. You want more? Yeah. The Armadillo. A massive, big, cookie butter ice cream sandwich in the shape of an armadillo. Yes. Oh, this is like the steel magnolias. <laughs> I, don't, I don't get the reference. Their wedding cake, the groom's cake, is a big armadillo. And when you cut into it, it's red velvet, so it's all oh. blood. <laughs> mm-hmm. You have to watch the movie. <laughs> How about brisket brittle? These are fair foods. Traditional dessert brittle, but with brisket replacing the peanuts. No. no. Stop that. <laughs> That's too far. Um, a large. This is called deep fried Halloween. A large pretzel that's covered in candy corn syrup. Pretzel candy corn. Syrup, yes. Topped with sprinkles. Yes. Candy corn, chocolate, and marshmallow icing. Yep. Oh yeah. I'm here for that. <laughs> but even with the candy corn. Yeah. Yes. I love candy corn. Me too. Okay. Underrated candy. All right. Candy corn. And then finally, the Texas pumpkin poke cake. A Texas-shaped pumpkin cake with caramel and vanilla glaze. Yeah, Why that's not? easy. Okay. Yeah, I wouldn't even get that one though because it's so basic. <laughs> like I'd for sure get that deep-fried Halloween if I was going to go that, <laughs> that that big pretzel with all the stuff on it. But you can go to the fair and, and eat healthy, sensibly. Oh, yeah. for sure. <laughs> it's all good for you. <laughs> People now are so desperate to get their Instagram approval up that they are hiring consultants to teach them how to get more likes. Ooh. According to the article, and I read this in the New York Post, 150 bucks an hour. What? Wait, is this someone, they're relying on this for their career, or it's just their personal account they want to be more? Not career. 
That's, personal account. That is very interesting. Consultants work with photographers who pitch them on, hey, you should do this pictures, wardrobe, this is how we do lighting. And they pay them 150 bucks oh an hour. Wow. And they tell you what you can get up to. They're like, hey, we can get you up to this many followers, we think, and this many likes. And if they even do better than that, you get charged more. Oh. Wow. Performance-based. Wild, huh? I, I want to see the results of this. Like, if somebody has, like, 50 followers, and afterwards, they're just, like, 10,000. Well, I don't know if that would be the case. That might take a minute, but yeah. Yeah, but still. I mean, I wonder if it's worth it. I'm always kind of shocked at people that are influencers who can have a following and just do ads all the time. People actually follow them for their ads and to be influenced, even though you know they're getting paid to show you stuff. Right. Like, I would not want to follow influencers because I realize that most influencers are influencing because they're being paid to influence, not just influencing out of their own influencing heart. Mm. Now, if I felt my influencer was very influencing from their heart, <laughs> which is never I'd the case. be more prone to follow that. But the more followers you get, the more influencing you do by people paying you to influence. <laughs> right. I know. It's a tricky space for sure. I feel like the influencers that I do follow, they have either tricked me really good yeah. to trust them or that. I genuinely can trust them because I feel as though that's the case. I'm like, if they're using it, I'm swiping up. Do you have a favorite influencer? Who comes to mind right when I say great influencer? Uh, well, she's based out of Nashville here, Mallory Irvin. Like, And how does she influence you? On what? Um certain clothes that she attaches or different products that she uses. She's a mom. So she posts a lot of things that are like kid friendly too. So she's a good one. Um, Maddie Nelson, she's based out of Dallas. Like she posts like the most awesome home stuff around her house. Like even just like cute little baskets or planners. Like if you're a mom, like calendar stuff. Things that, and I, tr- I, I see she's really using it because it's up in her house. So those are two. Well, they, well they, of course, yeah. they come to mind. <laughs> what about you? Summer Anybody? party, John's wife. Oh what yeah. She- <laughs> I don't know, but I'm always like, ah, yeah, whatever. I'll take one of those. That's got to be pretty good. Mm-hmm. But it, people are paying 150 bucks an hour to have people come over and teach them how to use Instagram in the right way, which is wild. But again, maybe we're just getting older. I, I'm on social media all the time, but I couldn't imagine doing that if it wasn't business related. You know, yeah. I mean, sometimes I like to. They po- they'll post so much that they'll even if they're do- like on a trip or doing something, they're like, "Hey, yo, just so you know, this is my family vacation. It's not sponsored. Why is everybody assuming this is sponsored?" And I'm like, "Well, because everything else is sponsored." <laughs> and it's not a bad thing that things but, are sponsored. Good for you. But I mean, you it- know who I like that everything is sponsored, but she does a really good job. Is the girl from The Bachelorette, blonde hair? She lives in Nashville now. Carly. No. Caitlin. No. Bristow. No. Oh. See, now I'm gonna have to go dig through. Yeah, dig. Her husband I need to is know. Kevin, who works works on the radio in Los Angeles. It's Ali Fedotowski, I think is her name. Is that how you say it? Uh, yeah, something Fedotowski, like that. Something. Yes. She. It's like every second of her life. Is that how you say it, Scuba? I was say now it's probably Ali Mano because that's Kevin's last name. Yeah, but I think online she's Fedotowski. Ali Fedotowski. And so, but anyway, I follow every second of her life. Oh, wow. And she's all sponsored, probably. <laughs> There's a lot, of that, a lot of ads up there, but I'm in. I don't buy any of it, but I watch it. Amazon guy Jeff Bezos has a new soft serve ice cream machine in his house. Legit. The CVT soft serve ice cream company has put in the big machine. It's got the chocolate, vanilla, and twist nozzles. Love it. He's the first customer to have one in his home. It didn't say how much he paid for it, but it can cost from around $7,800 
if you were a billionaire, what kind of fancy machine or what what would you have in your house that seems everyday-ish? I mean, you can go to the store and get you an ice cream. Yeah. yeah. But it's a whole different level to just walk into the kitchen and get yeah, you yeah, ice yeah, cream yeah, like yeah, this. Yeah. And I would probably go, I love Chick-fil-A sweet tea. Like, I would love to have this the sweet tea machine from Chick-fil-A. Or, like, somebody just there to rub my feet all the time. <laughs> Where I sit down and you just put them up. You know how they have stirrups, like, for when you guys go to the gynecologist? Yeah. But it's, like, foot stirrups. Mm-hmm. I put my foot in there. And then they just have two people ready to crank them out. Okay. I love a foot rub and a hand rub and a oh, head scratch. Wow, okay. That would be the ultimate for me. <laughs> Get a foot rub, a hand rub, and a head scratch at the same time? I mm-hmm. might explode. Mm-hmm. So, I would go Sonic... But they gave us for our wedding a Sonic ice refrigerator. Yeah, ice makes makes it amazing. Ice. Yeah, it makes the ice with our oh. name on it and everything. Yeah. It's 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 it's, fan- it's the greatest. That but I'm gonna go. Yes, I'm gonna go with all that. All right, Amy, you? <laughs> oh, I'm doing a dry bar, like a where they I wash they wash my hair for me. They blow dry my hair for me. They style my hair for me every day. I mean, they don't have to wash every day. But a dry bar though is that yeah. different than just a hair salon? Yes, they just solely. Blow dry your hair. That's what a dry bar is. They don't cut color or anything. They just wash dry style. But I'd have one of those little uh, hair washing chairs uh-huh. that you lean back. With like and the they, bubble? You put they, the bubble over your and head? And they scrub my hair. <laughs> and then they take me over to the mirror that's somewhere. I don't know. This is maybe just one room in my house. And I have a dedicated dry bar person. Eddie? Uh, you know those uh, soda machines at the movie theater where it's like a computer screen. You get to pick like Coke. And then it's got like. 30 different They kinds have those of Mo's too. That's what I'm talking yeah. about. And then like Sprite, cherry Sprite with a little strawberry in it and maybe a twist of lime. Those are cool. That's what I want. Those are cool. I think of those, welcome to Mo's. That, that, they have those at all <laughs> That's and you really can just cool. do what you want. So cool. That's really cool. Lunchbox? Man, I, you guys are hiring people. Like I, I didn't know I could hire a person, but I think I'd have a robot that wiped my backside. <laughs> Wait, just uh-huh. get a bidet. Wait. Yeah. After you go to the bathroom? Yeah, after I go to the bathroom, you're just like, here you go. Why and do you I, I just have a robot and wipe my, my back this, ju- this is like huh. a fantasy that just. Huh. No, I mean, that way I can just chill. There you go. <laughs> Get that for me. Thank you. That would be awesome. That is a weird name. All right. I mean,. Raymundo, would you like to close this out? Okay. Yeah, a basketball return machine. It would catch the ball for you. They sell these. College teams have oh. an NBA, too. It catches the ball for you and passes it back to you, <laughs> so you never have to chase the basketball ever again. Oh, for your apartment? Cool. <laughs> <laughs> well, this is if he's a billionaire, he's living in his somewhere wall. else. <laughs> Hey, he wants a robot to wipe his butt, okay? (laughs) It's time for the good news. With Lunchbox. Tell me something good. Jennifer Blair was in the hospital giving birth to her daughter. Oh, so exciting. But all of a sudden, she just starts bleeding and bleeding. We got a bleeder. We got a bleeder. And she's, you know, they can't stop it. And so they go down to the blood bank, and they don't have enough of her blood. So they have to go to another hospital 80 miles away, but it's an emergency. So how are they going to get it there? State trooper throws it in his car, drives it 15 miles to a helicopter. Helicopter lands at the hospital. And guess what? Stop the bleeding. Saved her life. That's awesome. That's pretty cool. So cool. The only thing that was missing was the, the, and the, the, the siren. The siren for the... Oh, yeah. I don't know if he turned... It didn't say he turned them on. But for I love sure the, he did. For sure he sirened yeah. out. Oh, you have to. Give us yeah. a siren. Woo, woo, woo. Yeah, maybe a little horn there. That's more an ambulance, though. Oh, is it? Yeah, okay. ambulances... Uh, ambulance honks. Fire truck honks. Police don't really honk. They, That's what it's all about. That was Tell Me Something Good. 
Kane Brown will be on Friday as part of the Friday morning conversation. So if you're a big Kane Brown fan, you're in luck. Friday, that's happening. Bobby's Big Stories. Angelina Jolie has become the fastest celebrity to hit 1 million followers on Instagram. Oh, wow. How do people even find out somebody's getting on Instagram? I don't know. They announce it on Twitter, then everybody runs over? (laughs) Angelina Jolie made her Instagram debut. Fans are happy to see her join the platform. The fastest celeb to hit 1 million followers, and now she has 9 million. Whoa. Okay, just pardon my ignorance for a second, but why do so many people want to follow her? I, I, I know she's a big movie star. She does a lot of... Uh, philanthropic work, but yeah. she's not really a today star. Does she have kids or anything? Yeah, like she six. Did. Of course. Okay, so maybe they want to know how the kids are doing. No, because no. her kids aren't very public. <laughs> well, let's see. She has nine point six million dollars. She's uh, followers. Yeah, what I say? Dollars. dollars. Oh, wow. she has but way she more dollars. Has that yeah, way more dollars. <laughs> uh, she does a lot of work with like the UN, but I'm saying yeah. that's not really what creates an Instagram yeah. following. I just wonder. In the age of Kylie Jenner and Selena Gomez mm-hmm. and TikTok stars, you know, what's drawing people to Angelina Jolie? I like her. I haven't followed her. Oh. Well, your, what, right now I'm looking at her her last two posts. I don't, I mean, just maybe because they like her or maybe they want to be informed because it seems like she's going to be a good resource for human rights. So I get all that. Yeah. Okay. Just, I feel like social media is pretty shallow and doesn't care that much about that. I, yeah, I, no, I agree. <laughs> yeah. Like, there's other places to get that. So, uh, good for her. I hope 100 million people follow her, if, I follow she's, her? if she's preaching the good word there. Uh, another story a report says there have been nearly 3,900 instances of unruly passengers. Oh, boy. Whoa. Think about that. Almost 4,000 crazies in the air. That's wild. Flight attendants interviewed at self defense training, and here's some audio from this. Here's a clip of NBC News in Chicago where they talked to a flight attendant and what they've had to learn from self defense training. At an air marshal training center in Chicago, up close and personal self-defense tactics. So I'm going to protect myself. What have they taught you that you you didn't know before? So hands in self-defense just as this. Step, pivot, bring it back, turn, making sure you bring their hands back into your face, protect yourself. Flight attendants are having to learn this because idiots are in the air. 3,900 instances of unruly behavior on planes this year. A voluntary self-defense training for flight attendants. Um, is is happening. That is a career right that you never thought. Yeah, totally taking a, a turn. As the rise in mental health awareness increases, teens are now pushing to get mental health days off from school. Some states like Arizona, Colorado, Connecticut, Illinois, Maine, Nevada, Oregon, and Virginia have implemented mental health days for students. A recent Harris poll says that 78% of teens across the country say that schools should allow mental health days. Quick poll in the room. Should teens get mental health days? Eddie. Uh, no, because I would have taken major advantage of this. Lunchbox. No, they're just going to act like they need a day just so they can go to the pool. Amy. Yes, for those that actually are going to use it correctly. <laughs> I say yes, too, because you, as a kid, obviously, you abuse things. Yes. But you also learn them, so when you're an adult, you actually probably use them right. I mean, school's about learning things so you can use them and implement them as you're an adult. Ugh. And I think, listen, there are days where I am fried, not just from working, but from life. I'd love to call in with a mental health day and be like, it's going to be better for me for the other four days than if I come in today because I ain't going to be good today. And I'm probably not going to be good for the next couple. I think a mental health day is actually a really great thing to give people a few to where they're also not feeling guilty, not having to call in like this. Uh, hey, uh, <laughs> <laughs> I don't feel very good. And it does sound... 
And again, growing up where I grew up in a rural town in Arkansas, there wasn't therapy, there wasn't mental health, there wasn't, there was, and there still is a heavy stigma attached to it. But to destigmatize that, I think starting with kids, maybe ninth grade, you get two mental health days a year. And if you abuse them, okay, but at least you know what it's for. You, at least you know why. Because let's be okay. also let's be honest. If we're adults, we're probably abusing some of them too. Yeah. Sure. Yeah. Oh, for sure. So let's not act like we'll advise kids, Ivy. <laughs> mm-hmm. No, no. If they gave us four, two of them we probably abuse. So I'm all for it. And I think again it does more of destigmatizing that it's okay to not always be okay. Yeah, I mean, I recently took like a mental health week and it was like I feel blessed that I had the opportunity to do that. But I mean it's important to make sure you take care of yourself or you're not gonna be able to take care of others and the earlier we learn that. Like, yeah, the stigma that's attached to it is is rough certain places. I could use a mental health, health year, I think. Yeah. Do we have them here at work, mental health yeah. days? Oh. I don't think so. Okay. You, right. And you got to go like this. Per- I think you have uh, sick days. And, I mean, could you call and go, hey, my brain is sick? Ooh, Maybe. Okay. I don't think they could fight you on that. Yeah. I don't know. What are the personal days? I don't know. Do we have those? I think, I think we, we have do. something because I know when I, I was going through the list of what I had available when I needed some time and there I was I took advantage of sick vacation and bereavement, I think. I don't have, I mean, if I have, per, I've never used a personal day in my <laughs> per, life. Yeah, per, personal. And unless I can't talk, I don't use sick. Yeah. Yeah. Like I'll, I'll fight it. The only, t- about once a year I get allergies so bad that it wipes out everything in me. I just, I just that's about the only time I'll take off. Even throw up days. I can kind of push through. It's only when I it's when it's, when it's both holes. That's hard to just. Oh boy. Sit, that's just hard to sit still. <laughs> but that's rare. Yeah, that's very rare. That's rare. I'm trying to think of when the last time you both holes missed work for oh. no, <laughs> no, definitely not thinking that. But like when the last time you had a sick day ever, it, it had to be some sort of throat allergy. Yeah. Thing. I feel so, like earlier this year, maybe you what? got one. I don't know. I, like I don't know about years. this year. I don't know. Maybe you pushed through. I think we had days where you're like, do I sound good? I don't know. <laughs> and you guys are all like, yeah, man, you sound great. So, yeah. <laughs> Meanwhile, yeah, if we're even like a hint of sick, you're like, do not come in this room. <laughs> but, and I say that, and I used to be proud of that, but now I think I'm starting to look at it as a more well-rounded adult where you probably shouldn't do that. It's okay. I do feel like I have to be a leader in this room with work ethic, but I think that it's okay if you're not good to not be good and just... Heal yourself up and come back better than you could have been. Yeah. I'm not feeling I'm going to go home now. <laughs> we're all like, I don't know. <laughs> all right, close it up. Those were Bobby's Big Stories. I will talk to Tabby, who just called us. Hey, Tabby, thank you for calling the show. What's going on? Morning, studio. Morning. Morning. I was just calling to say about the teen mental health days. Those are so important, whether the school district supports it or not, as a parent. To realize and recognize what's going on in the world and the way that parents are acting. I mean, grown adults are acting crazy. And so sometimes it's really important for teenagers to just have that moment, to have a reset and to know that it's okay. And then in addition to that, all the niche labels and all the, you know, the this and the that and how aware we are of mental health, the kids are more aware of it and they pay more attention and that stresses them out more. I would so just even- as a parent, like... Giving them that opportunity is important. Agree. I would even say you don't need to be having a bad mental health day to have a mental health day. Sometimes you just kind of need to recalibrate. You don't have to be – you can actually save yourself from a big struggle by realizing you're just at the early part of that and you don't want to get there. So you're going to take a day, reset, so you're good for the next bunch of days. Yeah. I guess, I'm, I'm an expert in yeah. this. I, <laughs> I have no she... idea. I've just been to a lot of therapy, but I have no idea. 
I'm glad she brought that up just as a parent because maybe it's not allowed in your district. But if you recognize that that might be something that your child needs, like I think it's maybe you make a decision in your family how you're going to handle mental health days. I would say it's like a parent letting their kid do a cool field trip with with the parent. Yeah. You know how some people are like, hey, we're going to drive across country and they take a week off school and that's not really allowed. But you can learn way more on that trip than you would at school sitting there learning about Lincoln's pipe. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Lincoln's All right. pipe. I didn't, yeah. uh, thank you, Tabby. Hope Y'all you have an awesome have day. Thank you. You too. All right. Bye-bye. Great point. Bones. Getting a lot of calls about the mental health today. Let me say this, too. I was thinking about it. There are certain jobs that, that just wouldn't be allowed. When I roofed houses, you didn't get a mental health day because the roof didn't get roofed. Mm-hmm. Unless you're up there roofing it. You know, when I would build seawalls, wasn't, that wasn't happening unless we we're in the flat bottom, you know, out putting bids on stuff and actually building the seawalls. So don't think I don't understand that plight, too. But for me, I would like a couple. That's, <laughs> that's what it all comes back to. I'm going to do one more call. We talked about mental health days in schools and if they should be allowed. I say, yeah. Amy says, yeah. Lunchbox and Eddie said, no, because you guys would abuse them. Yes. Sure. Yeah, sure. Um, I have Sarah on the phone who is calling us from Pittsburgh. Hey, Sarah, what would you like to say? Morning, studio. Morning. My whole question for Eddie and Lunchbox is how do you abuse a mental health day? If a teen is under a lot of pressure and they feel like they need a mental health day, what is a teen supposed to really do other than binge watch or hang out with friends? I mean, if that's a way for them to, you know, recharge and refresh themselves. How are they abusing it if they do go to the pool or to the mall with their friends or even the movies? No, no, no. What I'm saying is we I wouldn't be stressed. I'd just be like, I want to go to the pool. So I'd go to the pool and just say, oh, you know, I'm stressed. Or I want to go to the lake or I want to go to the amusement park. I wouldn't really be stressed. That's what I mean by taking advantage of it. You go well, to the amusement park like 17 by yourself? Heck yeah. yeah. Oh, no, but your friends. That's what I'm saying. You would get a big yeah. group and you'd be like, hey, dude, mm-hmm. let's take off Thursday and we'll go ride the roller coasters and like let's ditch yeah. school. We'll, we'll say we're mentally tired. Sarah has a point, meaning that isn't abusing a mental health day if you need it. But you guys were saying you don't need it. You yeah, wouldn't don't need, need it. it. And yeah. then you sh- I'm sure the system wouldn't ask you any questions. They're, They're not allowed should. to. They, 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 no, they it's should. It's almost like you should just get four days to do whatever you want. Right. So we're, we're we just going to do play that. Days. <laughs> play days. Play days. Play days. Mental health, parentheses, play days. Right. Yes. Sarah, that's a great point that you brought up. I appreciate you calling. I'm sure other people felt the same way you did. All right. Thank you. All right. Have a nice day. I do want to give you two songs I like. One, have you guys heard the new Casey Musgrave song? No. Yes. Nope. Came out a couple days ago. It is called Star Crossed. And I won't play the whole thing, but I mean, she goes hard. It's personal. You know, the whole album comes out, I believe, September 10th. Mike, you want to fact check me on that? But here is Casey Musgrave's From the Beginning. Here is Star Crossed. She got a divorce, right? Okay. Okay. Good so, backstory. Here, here you go. Part where she does a lot of hoops. I like mm-hmm. it. Yeah, <laughs> I do too. I should have set it up a little better. That's up the vibe. Yeah, just, you're vibing on who's right now. Mm-hmm. Let me say 
Stuff too. Yes. Mm-hmm. So that song is really good. It does come out September tenth. Uh, her whole Oof. record. Who I think she's my favorite artist now that makes contemporary music, um, and has been forever. But I'm always I'm always a little nervous when my favorite artist puts out new music. Is John Mayer's last record fine? Yeah. John Mayer's what? John Mayer, Casey Musgraves, right there. John Mayer's got a lot of music. Compared to her, though, like so, it's yeah, time yeah, for I him just to kind of go down a little bit. Whenever my, because I, I just want to love it so much because I've loved everything else they've done, and so I'm always like, please God, let me like it, please. And so John Mayer's last new record's pretty good. <laughs> and What's I hate it, and I hate that I can't go out. And love it. <laughs> uh, but I do love Casey and uh, that song, and then uh, Lacey K. Booth. I'm gonna play a little bit of her single called Shuffle, which she is so good, and I think she's gonna be around for a long, long time. But I got to know her. A couple years ago, maybe 2019, 2018, 2019, uh, I mentored her on American Idol, and she was, you know, in the top ten. And she was a country music girl. Her dad was a Texas country singer, and she was one of those. It was kind of like I'll do it just so maybe I can get my start in the music career. But she lives in Nashville now. Did a Bobby cast with me, and she just crushes it. Her new record's really good. Here is Lacey K. Booth. Here is some of Shuffle. So she's someone to, uh, you can you know, go stream her music now, become a fan early before everybody else does. But her name is Lacey K. Booth. So there you go. I feel like my job is done today. Yeah. Nice. It's good stuff. Probably never heard of the new artist, Casey Musgraves. So did that. <laughs> good job, man. <laughs> Thank you very much. There's a YouTube video of The Rock, and he's driving, 
and he sees a, a celebrity tour bus, and there's no top on the tour bus. People are just out. It's like a convertible bus. And he's like, hey, watch this. And he drives up beside them. This is kind of funny. There's a tour bus here. It always tours through my neighborhood. Hey, you guys know where I can find the rock? <laughs> How you guys doing? Uh, I'll wait. I'll wait. Don't worry. <laughs> How you guys doing? You, everybody good? All right. Hey, you're very welcome. All right, brother. Oh, cool. Well, you guys have a good trip. All right. Thank you. Love you, too. <laughs> and he sits there while people take pictures of him. That's when he says, don't worry, I'll wait. Yeah. He's, he's like, awesome. He's like, I'll wait, take a picture, whatever you want. Love him. So here's the bit Scuba Steve sent in. Because we were talking about the story, and he goes, what if, since Lunchbox claims he's such a celebrity, mm. and everybody knows him, have him do this to a tour bus in Nashville, record it, and see how people react. <laughs> this will not go well. Because you do claim to be quite the same. Absolutely. People, that would make their day if they're driving in one of those buses and I pull up next to them and someone has a sunroof, I can pop out of them and be like, what up? Where can I find Lunchbox? He doesn't have a sunroof. He's just in his car. Yeah. I mean, I just, here's the problem. He probably has a big car. The Ultima, I don't even know if the people at the top of the bus can see down to the <laughs> Ultima. Like, so I, I mean, you just drive me up. What up? I'll pop out of that sunroof and people will go crazy. Where do you rank yourself? In country music fame, like, would you be top five, top ten? Probably top 25. You think you're the top 25 famous person in Nashville? Yeah. I mean, because you have Garth and you have Tim McGraw, oh Carrie gosh. Underwood. This is embarrassing. Three. Keith <laughs> Urban. Four. Mm-hmm. Keep going. You oh, do you do think it. you're coming up the list now? Oh, wow. No. And I'm running out. <laughs> you are not running out. Luke Bryan. Oh, Luke Bryan. Forgot about him. Blake Shelton. Six. He lives in L.A., though, to be yeah, fair. Yeah, see, so he's out. Five, okay. Hang, <laughs> um, we're only at five, guys. I got to go 20 more. Come on. Uh, Miranda Lambert? <sighs> you think you're you on par about? with Miranda Lambert in fame? Yeah. I, you don't ever see Miranda people talking. I mean, she's not in the press. No one sees her, so she's very recluse, so I don't think. But still, she's famous. Okay, Miranda, we'll give Miranda Lambert like, six. Okay. Reba? Yeah. Dolly? Does she live here? Dolly? Yeah. Yeah. Luke okay, Combs? Eight. Luke Combs? <laughs> oh, Luke Combs? Yeah, yeah, I guess he's bigger than me now. Dirks? Aldine? Mm-hmm. Yeah, I thought Dirks lived in Colorado. 11. Uh, back and forth. Oh. Okay, so 11. We're 11. See, I'm wait, still wait, wait, in wait. there. Wait, wait, wait. You count Aldine. Eric Church? 13. Oh, 12, 13, whatever. Chris Stapleton? I mean, for the, like, 14. honestly, Luke Bryan's wife, Caroline. Stop. Like, she's Get, she's probably more Amy, famous. That, Amy, Amy, I'm going to say something right here. Don't get offended. But that may have been the dumbest thing you've ever said. No, it's actually <laughs> not. I think she's more famous than you. You're Dan a, and Shay? You're at 14. What about Dan you? and Shay, no. There's two. Stop. Are you okay, kidding? so you're more famous than Dan and Shay. Yes. Okay. Uh, listen. Oh, okay, wow. okay. Oh, no, no, Shay listen, could walk in somewhere and no one would be like, they'd be like, oh, that's just a short guy that, you oh, know, is oh, here oh, to pick oh, up his oh, car. Oh, yeah. <laughs> that's just. Okay. Uh, <laughs> they would not see. We're him. at fifteen. Okay. Oh my god. Fourteen or fifteen. Tom, <laughs> Thomas Rhett. Uh oh. Okay. Yeah. It's sixteen. Okay. Kane Brown. Oh yeah, he's pretty big. Seventeen. Getting um, there. Let's. That's see. about. Yeah. Now you're stretching. Now you're like, oh, you're you're taking Jake, Jake Owen. Yeah. Uh, mm-hmm. I mean, I'm probably on the same level as Jake. If we're being real. Did you already say Brooks and Dunn? Both of them. I did. Ronnie and Kicks. Brooks and Dunn. That's two people right there. Boom. Uh, 
Old Dominion. Sam Hunt. That's five. Oh. No, Old oh, Dominion. Old- no, no, but Old Dominion. <laughs> come on. No, they just look no? like the guy that's there to paint your house. Like, <laughs> like these are the opinions uh, of Lunchbox no, no. and Lunchbox. Uh, only. Seriously, if they walked into Home Depot, those people, be, oh, they're just contractors here to pick up their paint. They would not think they're they're a band. <laughs> kind of on to something. Yeah, they do look like normal. They are right. So you're at about twenty right now, but you still feel like you're top twenty-five. Yeah. Uh, Toby, uh, Toby Keith doesn't live here. Yeah. in Oklahoma. Kelsey Ballerini. Oh, yes, Lunchbox. Okay, she's on she, tour right uh, now with Jonas Brothers. Okay, Marin Morris. Yeah. Oh, she's bigger than me. Yeah, yeah, a little big town. No, that, that's Morgan Wallen. Sorry. Um. Yeah, the little big town. Amy is just. It looks like your your neighbor next door. They don't look. They, no one would. Are you see, kidding? If, they look if, fabulous. I, if I list two more, though, you're not in top twenty five. No, I'm at twenty. I'd be twenty five. We're at twenty two now. But see, that's what I'm saying. You're stretching. You are going to... I just can't remember the many artists right now off the yeah. top of my head. Yeah, because there's not that... Hold on. I'm, I'm, Mike's pulling up a list here. Uh, Chesney doesn't live here, really. No. Nope. Can't count that. Uh, let's see. Keep going. No. Nope. Marin. No. Nope. Uh, we say Urban. John Party. No, you didn't say Keith Urban. I said Urban. John oh, Party. Right at the start. John Party. Ah, uh, John Party. Probably same level. Same level? Yeah. Chris Young. <laughs> No, no. He he can go to the bar down the street and no one bothers him because they don't. I mean, he just looks like a guy there to drink a beer. Did you already say Stapleton? Yeah. Yeah. Okay. What about Brett Elders? Hey, get Brett Elders. Oh, for sure. Yeah. Okay. He's same. I mean, same level. Yeah. Here's the thing. I'm about to run out of artists, guys. Exactly. <laughs> That's what I'm saying. Like you guys are acting like I'm saying something that is just way out. It of It is the way out of way, way out of whack. Walker Hayes. No. He, he's viral right now. <laughs> okay, so he had one viral video, but he he could I could go in more places and get recognized than him. I don't know. Yeah. Two straws, one shot. Lauren is, Elena. That you? is that the bit where we send Lunchbox and Walker Hayes into places? <laughs> see who gets and we see who more? gets recognized the most. It's not bad. It's not bad. <laughs> you, uh, but you're standing by the fact. The top are, 25. You're one of the top 25 most famous people in Nashville. Yes. Dustin Lynch? I don't think I'm really. I, if he doesn't have his cowboy hat on, no one recognizes him. Brett Young, I already went over him. Oh, Brett Young, not I thought you said Brett, Brett Eldridge. Brett Young, Chris no one Young. recognizes him. Okay, all right. Well, maybe he's on to something, guys. <sighs> Brett Young, he's very, Amy. Stop. He's, he's tall, but he's that doesn't tall. no tattoos. I, we're forgetting people. I know we we're forgetting. Oh, people. we for sure are. Red, what do you think? Oh, Rascal Flats. Oh yeah! Stop! All three of them. Gary no. Lavox for sure, lead singer. Gary Lavox. The other two. Okay, then you're Joe at 25. Don and Joe Don in. Uh, Rooney. That's, <laughs> no, that's his last guy. name. Uh, uh, yeah. Uh, if you had to guess the other one's name, what would it be? Uh, oh, I had Rooney. That was my uh, Joe Don. Remember, and... he had a TV a show on Netflix. Joe Don, just what? Do you, what comes from your heart? Uh, Christopher. Yeah, yeah, yeah Christopher, Christopher Demarcus. Oh, Faith, Faith Hill. <laughs> Oh, Jay Demarcus. That's yes. his name. What about the FGL guys? Oh, yeah. <sighs> Ooh, they're pretty famous, man. Yeah, I don't know. I don't know if they are. I they, mean. They just canceled their tour, so, I mean, people aren't mean? recognizing them. That doesn't mean that. Does Nelly count as country? No. Oh. I don't think he lives here. <laughs> no, Nelly hey, count does as Eminem count as country? <laughs> are you kidding? Eminem hasn't Okay, okay, we're going to wrap this. Billy Ray Cyrus. Oh, yes. Maybe if it was 1990. What? I would say even more now with the long hair and yeah. the beard. You know? Ah. Old Town Road, Billy Ray. But you're standing by the fact yeah. that you're one of the top 25 top most 25 famous people. Top 25 most famous people in Nashville right here. Okay. You have them in your studio. Wow. So we're going to do this bit? 
But I mean, for by his logic, then now he's up against you as one of the top 25. Well, that's true. So, I, mean, I can't argue with the guy. If he thinks... Right. <laughs> I mean, so now he's the most famous person on the show. Well... And that, I say fame loosely because well, I don't think any of us that, are famous. Is that true? But, Probably. Oh okay. my gosh. See, he said it. I can't argue with what he feels. <laughs> Can no. I? Can you argue someone's feelings? No, I guess not. No. no of course not. All right. Well, like, so is he going to go up to the buses? Yes. Yeah, we're we going to find that. Oh, yeah. It's okay. going to be awkward. Scuba, can we line up like something with the buses where they know and like Lunchbox is like standing on the corner? Yeah. And then and yes. that bus stops and he's like, hey, everybody, it's Lunchbox. Yeah, we do something on Music Row. Yeah. And then we just see, we don't want them to, to, to explain who Lunchbox is. Yeah. Like, because a rock didn't have to explain it. Right. Not at all. But I, like, won't, I won't have to explain it. We know this, guys. People on the bus will know who I am. That's why they're on those tours. You can't even say Bobby Bones Show. Right. Like, I, do you yes, think I'm he should Lunchbox. even say yes. Lunchbox? Yes. Yeah. yeah. He, he yeah, just yeah. said, like, I'm hey. the rock. Oh. Did he say No, he said, do you know where I can find the rock? Oh, yeah, say that. Okay. Do you know where I can find Lunchbox? Do you know where I can Lunchbox. And yes. they're all going to say who? They're going to be like, they're gonna be like, we, don't like know. we don't live here. Why, do you, why are you asking us for directions? <laughs> they're going to say, is that a restaurant? I mean, I'm worried someone may jump off the top of the bus. Okay. 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 <laughs> okay. All right. Well, this is going to be the, the excitement. So, okay, so here's the bit. Uh, let, me, let me put the, the parameters up here. We won't do a car because that could be dangerous. Mm-hmm. We'll have Scuba line it up with one of these tourists and find out where they're going to be. We'll put Lunchbox on a corner where they would normally stop. But he, the, the bus people cannot say, hey, this is Lunchbox from the Bobby Bones show. He has to say. Yeah, in exchange, though, we will promote their bus company. Because okay. we got to offer them a nugget, too. Why would they do that? Because right? he didn't know yeah. that famous. So, <laughs> okay. be real. Be but real he here. says, does anybody know where I can find Lunchbox? And that's it. He yeah. doesn't that's say it. from the yeah. Bobby Bones hey, show. Hey, does anybody know where I can find Lunchbox? You can even do that. Lunchbox? <laughs> Someone's going to say Walmart, Target, I don't know, wherever you buy Lunchboxes. <laughs> yes. I mean... I mean Okay, feel good? I feel great. I'm going to feel, man, it's going to feel so good for you guys to eat crow. What? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Because what do you expect to happen when that tour bus? I just told you. I'm worried one Mayhem? person. Mayhem. Oh! I can't believe it! I just wanted to run into one of you guys during the, oh! And run down the bus, and the bus is going to have to stop. Hey. Six feet apart, though. <laughs> you gotta stay safe. You gotta stay safe, right? Yep. Okay. Uh, we have run out of time. I can't do Ray's advice today. Oh man. We'll have to do it tomorrow. We kind of sat on this a little, a little longer because I couldn't believe Lunchbox said he was top twenty-five famous people. In and then we got to twenty-five, and you were struggling. I think we went over. I think we went over. Ah. But I think also I'm just kind of going off the top of my head with artists. There, right. there are going to be others that I missed. I don't. I can't think of any. Okay. Bobby Bone Show. Bonehead. Story of the day. This story comes to us from Tennessee. A 52-year-old man was like, I want to go float down the river. And he's like, I don't want to do it with any clothes on. So he stripped naked, jumped on a log, and was floating down the river singing, God bless the USA, the Lean Greenwood song. Yeah. There you go. And he got arrested for indecent exposure. Ah, indecent exposure. Is that what I said? And I think it was Lynn Greenwood, too. Is that it was <laughs> No, nah, I think I said Lee Greenwood. Okay. But yeah, you got naked and floated down the river on a log singing God Bless the USA. I get it. Mm. Sounds fun. There was another story where a guy was floating in the river. He wasn't naked, but they thought it was a dead body. Oh. And so they called the cops. They said, there's a dead body floating out here. It was just a guy. Relaxing. It was floating. You know some of the videos, too, I watch on TikTok, they'll take babies and they'll put them in the pool. 
and they'll just drop, let them go, and they float. They flip over on their backs and just float. <laughs> you, guys, you guys seen those? No, no, no I don't like I mean, that. Though. I've seen uh, d- swim coaches or trainers do that with babies when they're teaching them how to swim. Babies like one. <laughs> <laughs> Have you tried to do that as an adult? No, it's hard. No, I don't. I don't do that. Oh, I, I don't try- float anymore. <laughs> oh. I don't get calm enough. I have too much anxiety. I don't get. I can't calm down ever. Mm-hmm. But they, they, they take these babies, and the parents are watching from the pool, mm-hmm. and they go watch this, and they put the baby, the baby's face down, and the baby goes, turns over, just looks up and chills, oh. yeah. like laughs. Oh. It's unbelievable. Okay. And they asked him why he, he was naked. And he said the current took his shorts, and then he ignored their ropes and calls. And he said, "You guys were hurting my feelings because you were yelling at me." I like oh. it. <laughs> I'm Lunchbox. That's your Bonehead story of the day. On my Instagram, Mr. Bobby Bones, I did the top five country hairstyles, and I even put the year beside them. So at number five, I have Jake Owen from 2010 hmm. with the, the long, long hair, Jake. Yeah. yeah. Never gonna grow. He's kind of going back to long hair Jake. He's kind Good. of three-quarters Jake right now. At number four, just because he brought it back. It had been here before, but he brought it back. But Morgan Wallen with the mullet, like the Ooh. real mullet. Oh, yeah. At number three, from 1994, and you can see her hair in the, the video on my Instagram, it's Reba and Fancy, and it's the big red hair. Big. 1994's Reba was there. 1964 Dolly Parton when she's playing mm-hmm. acoustic and she has big curly blonde hair. Big. Blonde yeah. hair. Yeah. I mean, it's young Dolly. And then number one, who would you put at number one? Unless you, if you guys saw it, don't say. Um, I mean, I feel like Joe Diffie would be a good one. Because Joe Diffie of- almost made the list. Is that kind of, would that fall into the yes, mullet category? but OG mullet. It would. Blake Shelton, old OG mullet. Blake Shelton definitely had a mullet. But you guys are forgetting about the greatest mullet of all time. Who is at number one? The, oh, oh, Billy Ray Cyrus. Billy Ray Cyrus. Oh, oh yeah. yeah. If you want to see these hairstyles that I put up, it's on my Instagram, Mr. Bobby Bones, but I did the top five country hairstyles. Conway Twitty almost made it. He had some good ones back in the day. Curls. Uh... Joe Diffie was up there close on the list. I didn't feel like Blake had a mullet good enough to compete with the great mullets. Mm. <laughs> He's a great artist with a good mullet. Yeah. <laughs> but you need to be, you need to have a great mullet because it's hairstyles. Uh, that's what's up. Hope you guys have an awesome day today. You know, we'll see you tomorrow on the show as always. Bye, everybody. The Bobby Ball Show.